MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. All right, it's uh, Thursday. Where's a week to go? Just flies by. You know, just literally just flies by. But I uh, want to talk to you about what's happening in the NFL. The CBA proposal. And they're trying to hammer that bad boy out. And they want to do that so they can all make more money, right? It's all about the money. But I want to talk about something about that in that CBA proposal too in a second. But I don't know if you guys saw this. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, the new CBA proposal is expected to include expansion for the playoffs. Adding a seventh team per conference. So I was trying to decide whether I'm for this or against this. And if I'm against this, why am I against this? I think it comes down to this. If I am against this, which I I honestly haven't decided if I am or not. It could only be because I like things as they are. I don't really like change. I kind of like, you know, know, things are good. Why mess with it? Why do I need things to be messed with? But I guess it helps the NFL Right? It always is good to get another team in the playoffs, right? That's always a good thing. Do I need two teams to have a bye? And then, by the way, if we do this, if this happens, is this not something that we should just do in fantasy football too? Right? Because isn't fantasy football supposed to mirror regular football? So we kind of have something like this in one of my leagues now. So one of my leagues, we use uh, a hockey point system. And if you guys have been following me for any time now, you know that I've discussed this before on air. So what, what it means is we don't play whether it's just straight wins or losses. Okay, it's not, it's not that simple. What we do is you get two points per week for winning a week, for winning your game. Additionally, on top of that, we give out two points per week for the four highest scoring teams. The next four teams get one point, and the lowest four teams get zero. So the most points you can score in a given week in our system is four points. We do this for a reason. We do this because I hate that I can put up 182, but you put up 183, and I lose. Now, I lose because I I would have beaten everybody else in the league. So by me getting two points, it makes it fair that way. I kind of love this rule, and 
almost almost always do, do the right teams make it in. Now, here's what we add to this. We add that we will let a seventh team come into the playoffs if a team scores 28 points and doesn't get in by being either the division winner or a wild card, right? Because how we have it is there's four divisions, one from each division, and then the next two best teams get our wild card teams, okay? Right? They get into the playoffs. Now, if there's another team that has 28 points or more, where we will put that team in. If we put that team in, that team becomes the seventh team, and then the second place team does not get a bye. And we've actually had to use that, I think, once once or twice in the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years. I, I think we've been doing the league since 2003 or 2004, so maybe almost 20 years. In, eight, in 18 years, I think I've instituted this rule in the last 10 years, so I think I've used it once or twice. Because if you're really that good, you should have made the playoffs, right? Now, interestingly enough, by the way, interestingly enough, one of our rules is, and maybe they're just taking this from our rules, who knows, that you could pick your own matchup. So the, t- the top two teams get buys. Team three and four, five and six. Team three gets to choose between team five and six. He gets to choose his matchup. That, he earned that right. That's a perk. That's what we do. And I know that other teams, other leagues have talked about that same thing. So I'm trying to decide for the NFL whether I like this or not. I guess I do. I don't think I need two teams to get a bye week. I think it'll make whoever is the best team in the AFC or the NFC worth more, right? I mean, do I really need this year? Did I really need the the Patriots to get a bye? No, really wasn't important to me. Baltimore earned it. Baltimore deserved it. The rest didn't matter to me. I think I like the seventh team getting in because at the very least, you would think it makes week 17 more interesting. Because as of right now, week 17 stinks. It's a bad week of football. And if that's one of your eight home games that you pay for, you're seeing some really bad football. You are. And I think this has a much better chance to be good football because obviously more teams that will be on the border will be playing for something. So maybe there's another four or five teams playing for a potential playoff spot. And then maybe whoever that team is playing will try a little bit. So as opposed to now where it seems like half the league isn't even trying, maybe only a quarter of the games will be meaningless. That would be an improvement. I think that right there, right there, that would be an improvement. Because week 17, and it kind of sucks if you think about it for another reason, right? If you think about it this way, that in terms like you get guys get, they don't play week 17 then they don't play the first round. You know, they, then they get a bye. And then all of a sudden, it's like they get a two-week break. It's a pretty long break. Sometimes it's too long. Don't you think? It's too long. Right? I know. I've, I, I believe that. I know it's ri- – and if, if you want that bye, only one team gets it. So pretty much everybody who's going to, for the Super Bowl, six out of seven teams are playing each week. Only that one lucky team isn't. So it puts everybody on on a similar playing field. I think I'm cool with it. The more I talk it out, the more I think it's I'm, I'm okay with it. I think it makes some sense to me. I will do think, though, what isn't making sense to me is, have you seen the player revenue split? Why are the NFL players under 50%? I mean, these guys give up so much. These guys give up so much. And they do not have a great revenue split. I know they're trying to get the CBA hammered through because they want to get that TV deal done. Because when they want to, it affects everything. Got to get that TV deal done. Got to make the money. It's all about the money. 
right? I still don't want Thursday night games, but I'm not going to lose that. I'm not going to win. Actually, I'm not going to win that argument. That's an argument I'm not going to win. Must make too much money. And the networks are willing to pay, right? If the networks are willing to pay, I'm not going to win that argument. So, and nobody, nobody wants a strike because that's just dumb. You got the best product in the world. People can't get enough of it. You can't strike now. You make a deal. You figure it out and you make a deal. Even if it's not a perfect deal, any deal is better than no deal. Right? Any deal is better than no deal. Don't want to don't want to see that again in my lifetime. It probably will happen, but it's disgusting. I mean, could you imagine being sick and then not having football in your last days, in your waning days? All you want to do is see your team play and you can't because these guys are on strike. This is terrible. So the CBA proposal is, so here it says, the NFL Players Association has made, and, and, and league owners have made significant progress, right? But there's some issues. Assuming all goes well, the new deal could be settled prior to March 18th, right? With national networks chomping at the bit to bid on expiring TV deals, it remains in the best interest of everyone involved to finalize the agreement before the launch of a new league year. Striking a new labor deal before free agency could also impact teams' abilities to use both the franchise and transitional tags immediately. Remember, when money's on the line, when money's on the line, these guys start acting. And when TV deals on the line, they're going to make the best deal they can. So don't be shocked when this deal gets settled prior to March 18th, right? And they're going to make whatever minor changes they can. And we, as fans, just have to deal with them, whether we like them or not. Not important. We just go with the flow. All right, going to take our first break. When we come back, a little fantasy baseball talk. People getting injured. People at certain draft orders in the lineup. We'll discuss. We'll return right after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, 
it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we're back. See uh, Kurt Cobain R.I.P. Day. So if you're a Nirvana fan, Sean is playing some Nirvana music for you. I, I'm not a Nirvana fan. That doesn't mean I, I don't know, just not a, not a heavy metal music kind of guy. They're not heavy metal. They're, it's like grunge. Yes, they are. No, it's is grunge. It, it's metal? different. What's the difference between grunge and heavy metal? Do you want me to look up the definition of it? It's different. Heavy metal is like really? Ozzy What is your definition? What is your de- Oh, I, so they're not banging guitars exactly. and stuff like that on yeah. stage. And eating live chickens. <laughs> right, exactly. Did you see he canceled the store, Ozzy? Not doing too well. Really Why? sad. Oh, well, he's sick? Yeah. Yeah, he's sick. Yeah. yeah. He's sick. Well, he's done a lot of crazy stuff in his life. <laughs> yes. How would you like I to thought read that a was book a bat. his life? Did, did he eat a bat or, like, chop the head off a bat or whatever? I thought he, I thought Bite he the chicken. head off a Was I wrong? Uh, I don't know. He's I think crazy. it was a bat. Really? A chicken. A chicken? You Are you so? crazy? I don't know. What, what do I know? I, I, what, you I, brought I, it up. I'm, I didn't. I'm not the music. Right. I know he did something crazy on the stage. I'm sure one of our I'm, listeners I'm not a Black Sabbath fan. No, me either. All right. All right, but it's a black day if you're a New York Yankee fan. I'm telling you that, Sean. Luis Severino was scratched from a scheduled bullpen session today due to right forearm soreness. Oh. Yankees manager Aaron Boone noted this forearm issue dates back to Severino's ALCS Game 3 start against the Astros. He's been shut down. You know, if it so here's the deal. Here here's reading between the lines. It hurt him. They thought rest would help. He comes back. It didn't help. Now we gotta go see doctor. Now we're gonna see Dr. Chris Ahmad. And you know what he's gonna say? One of two things. Shut it down for a while, or surgery. It's not gonna be, oh, he'll be back in a week or ten days. Never one of those. Not if he's felt pain back in September. No way. This is not good news. Thank God the Yankees signed Cole. Because if they didn't, this would be a big mess. Severino could be out. Paxson, out. I mean, Tanaka just is like, I mean, he's hanging on a thread, but he's still there. Jay Happ there. Jordan Montgomery, probably in the rotation. I'm loving me some Domingo Herman, but he's not going to be there for a while. Going to be out till June. Thank God the Yankees have a really good bullpen. Adovino, Conley, Britton, Chad Green, Luis Sessa. I think that they may have to go to like Cole, Tanaka, Hap, three guys, right? Maybe between Montgomery and Loisaga, one of those two becomes four, maybe. And then the fifth starter becomes like what the Astros did with your Quiddy. Have like a guy going three innings, a guy going three innings. I mean, maybe you pitch Chad Green three innings once a week. So I go Chad Green for three, Luis Avalon for two, Chad Bettis for two, and I get it to Adovino and Conley. That's what I got to do. It's what the Yankees are going to have to do. Because Paxson's going to be out for a while. Herman is going to be out for a while. They got to piece it together. They got to piece this bad boy together until June. Good thing the Yankees hitting is pretty darn good. Don't cry for the Yankees. Please don't cry for the Yankees. I mean, this is a real, real good team. The hitting is sensational. Even with that pitching mess, even with that pitching mess, they'll make it through. Right? Red Sox, just to be honest, Red Sox pitching is worse than what I just told you. At least the Yankees have two guys coming back. Right? The Yankees have two guys coming back in June. What do the Red Sox have? Martin Perez and Nathan Eovaldi and Hector Velasquez? You feel good about that, Red Sox fans? You can't. I mean, also look in that division. The Orioles have nobody. John Ways and Means and nobody. 
Toronto, Ryu, Roark, Anderson, Schumacher. I mean, come on. Not worry about that. Best pitching in the division right now? Tampa Bay Rays by far. Morton, Snell, Glasnow, McKay, Yarbrough, Chirinos, and the, all those openers and all those guys. That, that's the best team by far. As long as the Yankees can stay near the Rays, we're good. Even with this horrible, horrible news. And it's bad news, by the way. All right, speaking of bad news, JT Real Moodle lost his arbitration case against the Phillies. He is only going to make $10 million next year. He fouled the 12.4 mil. I guess he'll have to suck it up, Buttercup. Get his 10 mil. He'll be fine. Okay, Jonathan Lucroy was signed by the Red Sox um, to bring him into a spring training contract, and he revealed today that he had off-season surgery to repair a herniated disc in his neck. And if you remember, Lucroy hasn't been hitting properly in years. He was the Team USA catcher, and then all of a sudden he couldn't get a hit. Well, now there's a reason. I mean, Lucroy was always a decent hitting catcher. Christian Vasquez, there's no way he's not going to be the starter. But Lucroy can make some sense there for the Red Sox. I mean, he could be an interesting bat. So don't, don't dislike that there at all. All right, Anthony Rizzo is expected to hit second this year for the Cubs. Chris Bryant will move leadoff. Bryant one, Rizzo two. That's what Dave Ross is saying. I have no problem with that. I'm cool with that one. All right, Mitch Haniger said that he can't do anything for a month. I don't think you see Mitch Haniger until at least June. Maybe even the end of the All-Star break. Maybe even the All-Star break. So, once again, Seattle is just a mess. I mean, look at that outfield. Malik Smith, Kyle Lewis, Jake Fraley, Braden Bishop. I mean, this seems terrible. I, I feel badly for Mariner fans. I mean, I really do. I feel badly. Matt McGill is not, not healthy. That's why they brought in Hirano. But Hirano couldn't get anybody out last year. Your bullpen has Carl Edwards as your number one guy. Marco Gonzalez is your number one starter. Then you got Kikuchi, Taiwan Walker, and Justice Sheffield. That's not very good. And where's your hitting coming from? Shed Long? Evan White? J.P. Crawford? How is this team winning? How do you even sell tickets for this one? I mean, that, that's a tough one. That's a tough sell. We're the Mariners. We're getting better. We're improving in 2020. Come pay for season tickets. Bring the wife and kids. Yes. Come to the Mariners. Get some free sushi. I mean, what are you going to offer? You really feel good about watching this? Mitch Hanniger was their best player. Team is in monumental trouble. All right, more bad news. Keone Kila had a viral infection, but he's okay. He is going to... Let me tell you something interesting about him. He's not the number one guy that I like in that pirate bullpen. I like Kyle Crick. But I think that Kilo starts the year as the closer. But there's no way he finishes the year as the closer because the Pirates are going to move him. So if this guy's any good in the first two months, he's gone. Whether he's a Red Sox, a Yankee, a Dodger, an Astro, a Padre, any team who's competing, he will be on one of those teams because the Pirates just don't care about winning. It's funny. If the Pirates were the American League, wouldn't they be the Mariners? I mean, that's what you're looking at. Terrible. Terrible. All right, Carlos Carrasco experienced discomfort in his upper right leg while working out on Wednesday. Can this guy ever stay healthy? I mean, seriously, can this guy ever stay healthy? Whenever somebody says to me, I want to trap Carlos Carrasco, I'm always like, seriously, you really want that? Did you really wake up this morning and want that? Because I know I didn't. That guy stinks. He doesn't stink. He's just never healthy. Mike Clevenger's hurt. Carrasco's hurt. I mean, 
The Indians had one of the best rotations, and they just can't keep their guys healthy. Terrible. All right, Blue Jay manager Charlie Montoyo said that Vlad Guerrero Jr. will be the team's cleanup man in 2020. Sounds good to me. He also mentioned that he envisions Lourdes Gurriel batting third, Bobachet one, Kevin Biggio two. So Bichette, Biggio, Gurriel, Guerrero. That's kind of interesting. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. I like that. It's a pretty good uh, little lineup there. At least I'm excited. See, at least I'm excited about the Blue Jays. When I read you the uh, Mariners, and they got nothing. But Danny Jansen and Biggio and Guerrero and Bichette and Gurriel, maybe Grichuk hits 30 home runs, maybe Derek Fisher figures it out. I mean, this is a team on the rise here. Kenny Giles in the bullpen, Ryu they bring over. I mean, the Blue Jays are at least trying. At least they're trying. You can sell that. You can sell this mark, this fan base to a fan base. I don't know how you sell it to the Mariners fan base. We've got Shed Long, and we're happy. J.P. Crawford, come out and watch him, kiddos. It's J.P. Crawford bobblehead night. Who? Who, mommy? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to go to that game. But that's what it is. It's come to that. All right, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, Gray Albright, okay, from Razball.com will join us, okay? So we'll have Gray in just a second. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All 
All right, we are back. It is Thursday. It is 2.30. And I had it and brought them in specially just for you. It's not, it's, you think it's like Gold Belly where I get like some crazy pizza. But no, I'm getting Gray Albright from Razball.com. What's up, Gray Albright from <laughs> Razball.com? How are you? Uh, good, man. We did that. We did gold uh, gold belly for uh, we're doing we're doing a commercial now for gold belly but we did gold belly for my dad for his birthday one year it was and we got him uh, deli from New York it was like the happiest he ever was in his life it now, was so, like <laughs> was it so here's what I'm thinking it's really good but it's super jacked up expensive <laughs> oh my god it's so like to get a uh, like a pastrami sandwich is like forty five dollars. Right, right. That would be the best pastrami sandwich your dad has ever had in his life, dude. So that's all I can say. But he liked it. He was happy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he was like, it was like you know, because I'm uh, on that side of the family. I'm Jewish. I'm uh, I'm Italian and I'm Jewish. I'm a pizza bagel. Okay. So on that side of the family. I'm, a, I'm Jewish, so he was like, oh, my God, pastrami. And he's like, oh, they give you the, the bread comes separate and the pickles come separate and the mustard comes separate. It's like, yeah, it came from New York. It's not going <laughs> to It's not going to come together, Dad. All right. There we go. A highlight from Gray's dad. All right, great. Let's talk to you about something. The Yankees got some bad news today, dude. Bad, bad news. Ooh. And I think that this news was suspect, and here's why. They already knew that at the end of last year, Severino wasn't 100%. They give him some time off to rest. He comes back, and all of a sudden, it's still not very good. Right forearm soreness. Could we be looking at another lost year for this guy? Yeah, completely. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Razball. I always talk about how you shouldn't pay for a top starter. And everyone thinks I'm crazy, but I really think, like, if you think about it, like, pitchers just inherently are more dangerous because of the, what they have to do to throw a ball 95-plus miles per hour. Like, it's just not a natural mechanic to throw a baseball. Like, you have certain guys who are able to throw 200 innings a year, and it's like maybe five guys. It's a very difficult thing to throw a baseball. So, like, I'm always, uh, uh, you know, giving people, I'm trying to be cautious when I tell people, you know, be careful with starters. And anytime you hear forearm tightness or anything wrong with the shoulder or an elbow, get away from that starter immediately. I have already moved Severino down in my rankings, and I would not draft them anywhere. That's an interesting question. So, let's say it's round 12, round 13. Would you draft him? No, it's going to be a lost year. You're you're just wasting a a draft pick on a guy where you're like, oh, you know, it's for the price, it's not a terrible gamble. Okay, but you probably could have just drafted a closer or something who actually is going to give you some value. I don't, I don't really think you're going to get anything from Severino this year. It's like you know the writing's on the wall, and the writing says forearm tightness. Stay away. All right. Now, the Yankees, I had argued last segment, they might be one of the only teams in the major leagues who can get through this injury. You know, they've got Cole, thankfully. They've got Hap. They've got Tanaka. Paxton and Herman are due back probably sometime in mid to late June. Do you think the Yankees will go with that fifth starter, much like the Astros did, where a guy goes three innings, another guy goes three innings, and they piece it together like that? Yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. I think uh, probably Sessa gets a few more uh, innings. Like maybe he comes in and throws, like you said, like three innings, and then maybe they go – like they have a deep bullpen. I Like, honestly, I'm not a Yankee fanboy, so I don't really care what the Yankees do. But for fantasy, I think Jordan Montgomery has a little bit of value now because before he was just filling in for Herman. But now he looks like he's definitely in the rotation. I would put money on it that Montgomery is at least the uh, fifth starter for most of the year, depending on how many innings he can throw. You know, like going back in 2017, he threw 155 innings. So he should be able to throw a decent amount. So Montgomery becomes an interesting guy. Uh, After that, I think Herman, you know, when he comes back, he's fine. 
uh, at least he, he's not out because of an injury. So, you know, I mean, he's just out because he's a dirtbag. But, yeah, I mean, Herman is definitely someone who I would look at very late because when he comes back, he's definitely in the rotation. I mean, now, like before this injury, you know, there was questions about who would be the fifth starter when um, Herman came back. But now it's opened up and like half is really not done a ton like uh, for the Yankees. So he's on thin ice. So anyone who steps up really has a good shot. Like once Paxton comes back and Herman comes back, Montgomery might be in the rotation for the better part of the year if Hap is not performing. By the way, if you're ever out, I want to say that you're a dirtbag and not sick. So hopefully we'll see. <laughs> what, what about Jonathan Loizaga? At one point, the Yankees liked him. But, I mean, he really hasn't done anything at the major league level. Is he just like a quad A player? Yeah, I don't, I don't have much hope for him. I think uh, Johnny Lasagna has, like, you know, he's got, like, Good stuff for a spot starter and for a streamer if you're if he's got a good matchup. But he's not someone I'm really looking at in uh, even in deeper leagues. I mean, you're you're really like rolling the dice with him each start he goes out there. All right, David Ross is the new manager of the Cubbies, and he said that Chris Bryant is going to bat leadoff and Anthony Rizzo is going to bat second. Does that surprise you, or do you like what he's doing there? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think the uh, the Cubs basically, ha- they have, like, you know, a top half of a lineup and then a bit of a mess after uh, Contreras. So, I like, you know, I think any of that is up in, it's all uh, in play, any of that uh, any of that top half of the lineup. I could see probably Brian actually being leadoff uh, and it not just being hot air from Ross because they really don't have anyone else. I mean, who are they going to bat leadoff, really? They tried... You know, Madden tried Rizzo a couple times, but that's a joke. I mean, he's not really a leadoff guy. So maybe, maybe Brian, maybe there's something there. I don't really think it's really going to affect Brian's fantasy value outside of, like, you know, he's going to get more runs versus more RBIs. Other than that, he's not – like, Brian has some real issues with his bad ball profile, and I would be careful about expecting any sort of bounce back from him in the power department. All right. Anthony Rizzo – Question, is the arrow pointing up or is the arrow pointing down or is the arrow pointing say, straight? Uh, I would say compared to last year when he hit 27 homers, I would say it's probably pointing up a bit. I would say 32 homers is what I would project him for. Uh, last year he hit 293. That's, that's actually a little bit on the high side. I'd probably say 285. But, yeah, so, I mean, up or a little bit up or just basically sideways. All right. Is there anybody else there for the Cubs? Ian Happ, Schwarber. I like Kyle Schwarber. I just worry that he can't hit a lefty. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. Schwarber's fine. Uh, he probably should be a platoon guy, but I don't know if he will be. I like, uh, actually, I like Ian Happ for his price. I don't think, uh, you know, I don't necessarily think he's ever gotten a, a fair shake at everyday playing time. So if he gets 500 at bats, I'm kind of interested in seeing what he can do, especially for his ADP right now, which I believe is like after 300 overall. Like no one's drafted him. All right. So the uh, Charlie Montoyo mentioned that Vlad Guerrero is going to bat fourth, but he also said that Lourdes Gurriel is going to bat third. Do you like Lourdes Gurriel this year? Oh my God. Yeah. And, in December, I, I, I wrote a uh, Lords Goriel Jr. sleeper post. I love him this year. I'm really kind of shocked that no one else is, like, getting on the Lords Goriel Jr. bandwagon because it's been pretty empty so far. I've been saying Lords Goriel Jr. for two months now where I, like, I feel like he is one of the most underrated guys. Like, last year in half a season, he hit 20 homers and 277. His average was pretty much neutral luck, so he really is a 275, 280 hitter, and he's got power. I think he could potentially have a 30, 30 homer, 7 steal, 275 year for nothing. Like, his, his ADP right now is dirt cheap, um, which is different than a dirt bag. I think I'd much rather be dirt cheap than a dirt bag, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, it's for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> I, I, it's a very good point. I agree with that. What about Yasiel Puig? Should some teams sign him and pay a lot for him? Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Puig, Puig is, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love Puig, actually. You know, being in L.A., there's a lot of, a lot of great memories having Puig here. I think he's awesome. As a player, he's a lot of fun to watch, but he does seem to drift with his attention at times. So I don't know. I do. I do think a team will sign him eventually. I just don't know what team that's going to be. I don't know. That I is, heard something about the Rockies. That would be huge. That is some very nice way. He does seem to drift his attention at some points. That is a very nice way to say this guy is loose in the head. <laughs> All right. Let me ask um, Joe, Ad- Joe Adele. <laughs> Where do you draft him? What what round do you draft Joe Adele? We have less than a minute. Uh, Joe Adele. I'd probably I'd say around two hundred and ten overall. So whatever round that is, depending on uh, how deep the league is. I, I like the upside. I like the flyer. At that at that point in a draft, you're just sort of you're taking flyers and and risky bets on whether or not someone gets playing time. I think Madden brings them up pretty quick, like he brought up Chris Bryan in 2015. That's a good point. All right, it's a it's a very delicate balance, but we're glad to have you helping with us. Gray Albright <laughs> from Razball.com. You are not a dirtbag. You're my friend, and I'll speak to you next week. All right, later. All right, be good. All right, let's check out Gray Albright and Rudy Gamble at Razball.com. R-A-Z-Z-B-A-L-L. Double Z. I promise you, you'll enjoy it. All right, back with more right after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we're back. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't heard the news, Luis Severino was scratched from a bullpen session due to right forearm soreness. And I had Gray Albright from Rasball.com on just before. 
and Gray is not touching Severino this year. And I'm telling you, I think he's right. Maybe, 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 maybe if I'm in one, what is it, 29-round draft, 28-round draft, I'll take him in the lightning round, maybe. But when, when Yankees manager Aaron Boone says that the forearm issue dates back to game three against the Astros, that tells me the Yankees knew this was possible. They thought the course of rest would be good. So he rests it. Feels good. I'm resting. Now I come out. First time I throw hard. Ooh, that forearm's starting to hurt again. That's not good. That means there's something legitimately there. Right? That means there's something there. So, am I nervous? Yeah, I'm nervous. Now, I'm not nervous about you know, for the Yankees. The Yankees will be just fine. This is now. Let's discuss a bigger issue. Bigger issue. One, why is it good to draft early? And two, why is it bad to draft early? Why is it good to draft early? Because you can get value on players. You draft a guy now. You get him in the sixth round. By middle of March, you're getting him in the fourth round. But if I draft Luis Severino now, I'm done. Right? So let me go to my Tout Wars draft. One moment, please. Let me see. uh, Luis Severino, I believe, was a third-round pick. Oh, he was a, yeah, fourth-round pick. Matt Modica, fourth round. Luis Severino is number one starter. How do you fix that? He started Acuna, Austin Meadows, Gliber Torres. Then he gets Severino. If I'm Matt, I'm like, I'm happy. I'm like, I got Severino. I got a guy to Yankees. If he comes back healthy, I'm good. Now I just lost my fourth round pick. Bye. Poof. That is one of the reasons why you don't draft early. But a reason you draft early is you can get value on a player. Right? Kevin Biggio goes in eight round eight. By the end of the year, he could be round four value. That's how good he is. Going to about second that lineup. Going to hit 20 home runs and seal 20 bases. He just went around eight. We do this bad boy after a bunch of at-bats in the spring. He's going in round four. So it's tough. It's tough. You want to draft early, you get the value. But you also get the injuries. You want to draft late, you don't get the injuries, but you get no value. So, what would I prefer? I would prefer the value. I would prefer the value. And if I get injured, then I wasn't meant to win that year. But man, I want the value if I can get the value. If I can get Calvin Biggio in round eight, I'm taking that in every draft I can do it. Because I sure as heck, this guy is going to go in round six in another week. And then he's going to go in round five in another two weeks. And all of a sudden, I don't know, maybe as you get out to Vegas, this guy's going to the end of round four. There's like a, a groundswell. Just comes up. And that's what happens with guys. They come in and they, their value flies up the charts. Flies up the charts. And there's nothing you can do about it. Right? That's how quickly it happens. That's how quickly it, it happens. So it's... It's pretty, pretty rough. Now, is it risky to draft early? It is. But you win. Here's, I'll, I'll make it easier. If you want to win your league, draft late. If you want to win the overall championship, draft early. Because you're not going to win the overall drafting late. Because there's no value to be had. Just none. No value to be had. The earlier you draft, the more value you get, more value you get, more points you can score. So if all things are considered equal, I'm drafting early. And I hope I get lucky, and I hope I stay injury-free. If I do those things, I will be successful. Right? So it's tough. Now, why... Do good players 
good fantasy players, how do they withstand this? Well, here's what Matt did. Acuna, Meadows, Gliber, Torres, Severino. Then he had Josh Donaldson in round five. Then he went Brandon Woodruff, Mike Soroka, Max Fried, Nick Anderson. Boom, 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 boom. Right? He now has four pitchers to make up for Severino. And it's going to be tough. But I think he fixed it. Now he just has to get some hitting at this point. Woodruff, Soroka, Freed, Anderson, all those guys are good pitchers. Good. Right? So, just because you lost Severino today doesn't mean that the league is over. Never feel that way. Never feel that way. Okay? You can figure it out. Matt did not put his head in the sand and say, oh, God, I'm going to lose this league. He went and he took four really good pitchers. Right? Woodruff and Soroka, he took yesterday, Freed and Anderson. He's good. And my guess is out of the next two picks, probably throw in another pitcher as well. One hitter and one pitcher. And that's how you get through it. That's how you get through it. It's not easy. But that's how you get through it. All right, let's take a look at some more news and notes. So we mentioned Matt McGill. Matt McGill is most likely the closer for the Seattle Mariners. And he's uh, has dealing with some right shoulder soreness in camp. Uh, he did throw a bullpen session. So right now, it's expected that he's going to begin the season with the team. However, they want him to close. But they also did sign Yoshihisa Hirano, right? And they brought him in late. And I think they brought in Hirano late just because they weren't sure about McGill. Now, McGill, is go- if he's healthy, he will be the closer. I just don't know how healthy he is, right? But Hirano is not going to hold that job for that long. So even if Hirano, even if McGill starts the year on the DL, on the IL, excuse me, and Hirano starts the year as the closer, give it four to six weeks and McGill will be closing. Because Hirano, not that good. He's really not that good. Okay? Now, let's see, more. Alberto Mondesi, his shoulder is doing better. He had major shoulder surgery last October, but there's no restrictions on him. Remember, you want Mondesi to do one important thing. You know what that thing is? Run. If he can run, you got a really good player in your hands. You do. And I think Mondesi is that one guy who there's a very big discrepancy about what people feel about him. So let me say this. What if he hits 260, 10 home runs, 60 RBIs, 40 bags? You good with that? I am. I'm great with that. I'm fantastic with that. I didn't draft him for his power. I just don't want his average to kill me. So anything over 250 is good. And it's the thir- it's the 40 stolen bases that I want. Anything over 30 is great. Because this is a guy who should get 30 in his sleep. He gets 10 home runs and 40 RBIs. I'm all in. Not easy to find stolen bases anymore. And this guy could put up 40. So, so long as he's not hitting 230 with five home runs, I'll take it. He's got a little power there. Not a lot of power, but he's got enough. You know, he's got Nicky Ahmed type of power. We can live with that. All right. Other guys. Brian Goodwin won his arbitration case against the Angels, and he's going to get $2.2 million. Why is Brian Goodwin worthy to be drafted? Well, look. You've got Joe Adele. You got Mike Trout. You got Justin Upton. You got Brian Goodwin. Brian Goodwin will play. If I drafted Trout or Upton, especially Trout, maybe I would, or Otani, also Otani, right? Maybe I'd put Goodwin as my last guy. Maybe I stash him just in case. See, we do that in football with running back handcuffs. We don't really do it in baseball. But we might, we should more than we when we think about it. 
could really do it in the outfield. Maybe there is a fourth guy who, if a guy's injury prone, we should think about that way. We should, we should start thinking that way, right, with handcuffs. Why can we do it in football, but we don't do it in baseball? Maybe in baseball it's worthy. Especially a guy also who's like a utility player, right? All it takes is one injury, and this guy could play short, second, third. There's value to guys like that. They're Swiss Army knives. You put them in with the spot that you need them in your lineup, right? So let's not overlook those guys. We'll talk more about them in the coming days of guys that we like and guys we can use there. Okay, but right now it's time to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. Want to thank Gray Albright from Razball.com for joining us. Want to thank Sean for doing his thing in the booth. And I want to thank you guys out there for listening. All right, back tomorrow with more football, more baseball, more fantasy sports. I'm Dr. Roto wishing you a great day. Be well, take care. Use the experience. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.